nothing but, but the best. best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. All right, so as promised now, we're chatting to psychiatrist Dr. Denzel Mitchell. Now, the ban on liquor and on the sale of cigarettes remain firmly in place in South Africa during the lockdown. But it has many South Africans, including business owners, very upset, even pushing for a relaxation. And so substance abuse is a real concern. And we're talking further this afternoon about that. And let's say good afternoon to specialist psychiatrist Dr. Denzel Mitchell. Welcome to the show, Doc. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Today. Only a pleasure. Thank you very much for making time for us. Now, Doc, um, a lockdown or no lockdown, South Africa does have a major substance abuse problem, isn't it? Correct, yes. I think worldwide, substance abuse is a, a very large propensity towards any population. Uh, lots of people are struggling with it. Lots of people are open about their struggles, but many, many people are not even talking about it or aren't even unaware about the issues that they might be struggling with. So right now, Doc, those who are very uh, regular in terms, of, in terms of consuming alcohol and, and smoking as well, they could be having withdrawal systems during lockdown, isn't it? Correct, yes. Stopping some substances abruptly might be a real bad problem for some of the patients. But I always tell patients, this, uh, even the ones I treat in substance misuse, uh, intoxication from substances can kill you, but uh, withdrawal can't kill you. Obviously, some of the, sub- some of the substances like alcohol and uh, nicotine from cigarettes will be very uncomfortable when you don't have them and will be very irritable and very agitated during the period. And even the drop sub- stopping of alcohol can lead to seizures. So a lot of patients are at risk during the period, particularly now with lockdown. But any time when you stop any substance that you've been addicted to abruptly, you're going to have lots of problems. So, Doc, how can one actually deal with this in terms of uh, having those withdrawal symptoms? Um, so in if it depends on the substance that they're dealing with at the time. If you're talking about cigarettes, which is a very uh, difficult uh, thing for many patients to get off if without the lockdown. And with the lockdown, it's going to be even more horrendous because they're stuck at home. Usually we tell patients to do things like relaxation, distraction, exercise, keep yourself busy. Uh, if you're busy at work, you're unlikely to be smoking, but you get cravings for the smoking in between. Uh, and to use nicotine and nicotine garment replacement. So there are obviously options to replace these substances that are available both legally and available, uh, like nicotine gum or patches for cigarettes, that substance medication for alcohol and for opiates. Um, and you need to speak to a professional about some of these things to have them prescribed for you. But some of them you can get over the counter. Um, you need to look at distracting yourself from uh, the cravings and keeping yourself occupied. And I think the biggest hurdle is obviously you're stuck at home, so you can't really do much. Uh, so it's the bearing of the people around you, like your family and friends who are at home with you at that point in time during this lockdown, that will really be bearing the brunt of this as well. Uh, a lot of irritable mood, mood swings, voracious um, eating to try and satisfy the cravings, uh, and trying to keep yourself busy and not get into a love argument with your loved ones. I think those are the the hurdles that people coming off substances at this point in time will be struggling with. Now, Doc, a lot of people did stock up before lockdown. And for those who do have that access to alcohol and cigarettes, what's the dangers of overindulgence? And they may say that they need this to help them deal with the lockdown. That will be probably the excuse most people use, isn't it? Yes, correct. I mean, the reason the lockdown uh, has included uh, the sale of 
alcohol and cigarettes is for a number of issues, both both physically and also socially. Physically, from the point of view, if you're smoking, you have a regular smoker and heavy smoker, you're at risk from complications if you were to become infected. And therefore, that's more likely for you to need a more intensive treatment and uh, that's going to put an added burden and strain both on the system, but also put you at risk. Uh, and that's the same for alcohol because alcohol affects your uh, your immune system and affects your ability to respond to infection. Socially, there are also a number of issues. If you're smoking, uh, if you're drinking a lot, and there's a lot of binge drinking happening, uh, that means that you're more likely to be doing this in social situations or around people, or be less disinhibited, and therefore put yourself at risk. Um, and so, therefore, these bans are in place. But if you have if you have it and you are going to be stocked up during the lockdown then your supplies will be diminishing slowly over time. And my advice is to kind of wean yourself through the periods and not overindulge in binges, uh, but rather wean yourself slowly down to allow yourself to adjust off these substances, whether it's alcohol or cigarettes. Uh, and in the meantime, to be looking at other things to kind of fill your day and keep you occupied and look, look at yourself uh, in a different light. I mean, this opportunity doesn't come... Uh, any, it hasn't happened before and it probably won't happen again. It might, I'm not sure, I'm not a fortune teller. But this opportunity to spend time with your family and yourself if you're alone to kind of reflect on where you are in your life and, and use some sort of mentalizing exercises to kind of get yourself off these crutches that you've become used to using as part of your lifestyle might be a way of looking at a positive spin on where we are right now rather than looking at it negatively with all doom and gloom. Now, Dr. Mitchell, uh, looking at it from a mental health perspective, how does substance abuse impact on one's mental health? Because a lot of people will not realize that uh, it will affect your mental health sooner or later. Mm, Correct. I mean, a lot of people I see uh, already have some sort of mental health problems and therefore use substances to cope with their mental health problems, whether it's anxiety and worry and tension, which is very high at this point in time. Uh, But a lot of people would be using substances and innocuously, uh, will find themselves developing mental health problems. For example, uh, like if you're going through withdrawals, you'll be very active and irritable, and patients and people and family and friends will probably look at you like you probably have a bipolar disorder. But more importantly, uh, there's a lot of depression and anxiety as a result of using the substances because of the effects of the substances on your health, that's the physical health, and on your mental health and, and, and the family around you. They're spending a lot of money on, for example, cocaine and result in a lot of financial stress and worry and tension. Uh, and therefore you find yourself in a very in a, in a cycle of addiction. What happens is you get very worried and depressed and you use substances to cope with that. You get more depressed because you have no money and the cycle continues. So the two work hand in hand and often, and I'm putting it very simplistically, but uh, more or less you have a very synergistic relationship between both the, uh, the substance and the mental health problems that they both can precede and intertwine with one another during the course of somebody's advent. Um, so a lot of patients I see will have mental health problems because of substance misuse and these issues become problematic uh, with where there's a wider impact on the people around the, the person that's struggling with the substance misuse, which results in mental health problems. And another one that, that's come up quite uh, recently is around the use of weed. And you kind of look at weed as this innocuous, you know, natural substance that's available and not freely available. But that's not entirely true. It, it like any substance taken excessively at the wrong time in patients' lives for extended period can have a negative effect. And we're seeing a lot of patients coming through with uh, psychotic symptoms as a result. So, we, so substances can lead to mental health problems. 
used excessively, it's used despite the negative consequences, and it's used where it's impacting on patients' physical health. Finally, Dr. Mitchell, if you could please share some tips for people to stay mentally strong amid this lockdown. Yes, I think uh, we all have to adopt a very positive attitude. As I said earlier, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime chance to connect with those around you that are valuable to you. Uh, there's a lot of changes going to happen over the next few months, if not years, as a result of the situation. And we need to have ourselves in a position of strength. So uh, doing a lot of relaxation exercises, content, connecting with yourself, spending time using, doing things like simple things like yoga or listening to music, or spending time off in the garden or on your patio, just taking notice of the environment and connecting yourself with the environment once or twice a day to help you relax, but help you stay centered and connected with yourself. Exercise is important, and although we might not be able to leave our homes, there are a lot of exercises that you can do on YouTube videos uh, to kind of keep yourself active and keep your brain oxygenated and help with relaxation. And then spending time with the people that mean the most to you that you can do, either face-to-face in your own home or even away, on virtual means will help you keep well and can allow you to stay focused on what is really important right now. Um, if you're finding it very difficult in your challenging time, there is help available both online and uh, face-to-face uh, if that's necessary, but only in severe circumstances. But there are services still available, our health services still operational and uh, open to people that need the help at that this particular point if it becomes very, very difficult. Specialist psychiatrist Dr. Denzel Mitchell. Thank you very much for chatting to us live on the official drive on Lotus FM.